0: To Ultra Chen TV, this is the Tuesday Show, I'm James Chen, and you're confused. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm Ultra Welcome. David. Oops, hey, got you got a 2nd a... this is the we Tuesday mute. Show, I'm James Chen. Sorry, there you go.
1: Hi. Let me you just, look, uh... You look
0: confused. You look baffled. Oh, people are saying that they're static already, huh? Okay. You just gotta do it every yeah. ten seconds
1: for the Um, Alright. So, I believe I have my notes all in order.
0: Okay, okay. So what
1: we're going to talk about today are a few things. Actually, it should be a good show. Yeah, we'll so we're going to talk about to talk the Capcom about. Pro Tour 2016, which mm-hmm. was just announced officially with the official rule set and tournaments and all that stuff uh, last hour at the uh, Capcom, whatever it's called, with Miguel, Reese, and, <laughs> and Combo Fiend. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Street Fighter 4. You know, with Street Fighter 5 coming out, Street Fighter 4 is is sort of on the way out as the main game. And it shouldn't die, we'll, mm-hmm, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. this. But I just think, you know, we think it would be interesting to talk about sort of a retrospective of it, legacy, right, its right. impact, how people will view it in years to come, all that stuff. And then, of course, there's game news, there's community news. We'll talk about...
0: Uh, FGC-related businesses not doing so hot. Right, right, unfortunately. So, but, I mean, so just before this all started, there was definitely some big announcements coming up from the Capcom Pro Tour. Combo Fiend showed up on Capcom Pro Talk. Finally had some news on what events there's going to be and and how the point system's going to work and yeah
1: <laughs> it's pretty complicated
0: pretty complicated um, I, I feel like i i've got a, a, a concept of it but okay. the way i compare it is like seriously like some bp and some pp stuff going on on the, from street fighter four because there's like this regional rankings right. and then there's the global rankings so that's kind of feel like the regionals like the character rankings and, right. uh, and you know
1: i yeah something like that mm-hmm. so just in broad strokes there will be 32 players at the Capcom Cup again. Yes. There will be 11 people who qualify by winning premier tournaments. Mm-hmm. 11 people who win just via premieres.
0: Right. And and like I was saying, that they divided it evenly last time, so it was like four right. premieres in each area, but this time it seems like they said, you know what, people are traveling everywhere all the time, so why bother? So let's just go ahead and do uh Let's just go ahead and do premier events, whichever ones are the biggest and the most right. uh, professional, I guess, kind of productions is the one that they're going for.
1: Well, we'll talk about which ones those are, but just before we do, one person, whoever wins EVO will qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, then there are people, then there are eight people who qualify from regional point leaderboards. Right. And eight people who qualify from global point leaderboards. Okay. Again, in total. So
0: so basically what's going to happen is that there are four regions now. So in each of those regions, they're going to be kind of like a local competition, kind of like how CPT Asia worked, you know, all the past couple of years. So what it sounds like it's going to work is that as you play in those regions, the, the, the events are going to be pitted into a specific region. As you play in those tournaments, you will gain points for the region, And you will also gain points for global, but region is obviously fixed in a particular region. So if you travel a lot, you're only earning points for those specific regions, but you're also adding all the points together for global. Now-
1: Right, I forgot to mention also four from regional finals events. Mm
0: -hmm. From what I'm gathering by how the regional events work is that you are going to be earning points within those regions. And when you get to the point where Each region is going to have basically a finals, kind of like CPT Asia. That's going to take place around October, November time. And once you get to that point, it seems like uh, the champion from each of those are going to qualify. Yes. Then, from the regional points, two players from each region will qualify based on their placement on those boards. Because it said eight players will qualify from the regional points. And then eight players will qualify from the global points. Right. Do I have that right?
1: I, I think so, as far <laughs> as I can tell. The way that you, so the way that you earn regional points mm-hmm. is by doing well at ranking events and by doing well at online qualifiers and... Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Then the way that you earn global points is all of those ways, plus doing well at premier events. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So you get points for everything, it sounds like, and that just goes into the global points. But it seems like what they really, really wanted to do was to make it so that it, we, you know, almost kind of guarantee that we get players from each of the regions. Right. Which is kind of neat. Kinda I, I definitely
1: neat. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whatever. The complicated method aside, I think that's, I think that's sort of the important yeah. takeaway. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Two, two like important takeaways. Mm-hmm. 32 players and guaranteed to get regional representation right so even though the premiers are not as well spaced out geographically as they were last year mm-hmm. the way that the points system is handled should result It seems like necessarily will result in representatives from each like geographical spot right ending up I mean, I don't know, barring some catastrophe like, you know, t- eight Japanese players in every single ranking event. <laughs> right. Um, which
0: is. I mean, look, if they travel. Probably not going
1: to happen, but, you know.
0: To be honest, if they travel to every region, they could steal a lot of those, the, the region points. Right. But then they would have to also go to the region finals as well. Right. But they could 100% do it. They they could. I mean, I mean they've been traveling a lot already. We've we, we like this last year they've been traveling a bunch of times. So let me see here. I I, I grabbed screen caps here. Okay. Like literally I was streaming yeah, on okay. my phone and I grabbed some screen caps. And basically there's the four regions, right? So the four regions are CPT North America. Yes. Which is going to encompass Canada, United States and Puerto Rico.
1: It, oh, it's, that's the U.S., if you're not aware of that. Right, it's right. Part of mm-hmm. our country.
0: There's uh, CPT Europe. And CPT Europe is in, is going to be the Eastern Europe, Western Europe, and uh, Middle East. So the Middle East will count as part of Europe. Uh, there will be CPT South America. And that will be comprised of Mexico, South America, the Dominican Republic, and Costa Rica. Right. And uh, finally, there's going to be CPT Asia, which encompasses China, Korea, Japan, Southeast Asia, and Australia. Right. So there you go. So those are the the, the four different regions. I mean, I can name all the events from every one of the regions if you want. You
1: know, all that info is up on Red Bull, which they, redbull.com slash CPT 2016, if I Mm -hmm. recall correctly, has all the info. Um, I don't know that we need to get into the specifics of that, but it, it is it is nice that, you know, each of those regions is in there. I mean, just to, to sort of briefly look at them, there are three in Brazil, um, there's one in, you know, Costa Rica, uh, there are a, a couple in China, a couple in Japan, um, one in Australia, there's, you know, Middle East has it, Eastern Europe has it, Western Europe has it, uh, of course, North America, meaning the uh, U.S. and Mexico, uh, I'm sorry, U.S. and and Canada uh, have right. it as well.
0: So. Yeah, the only thing that's still interesting to me, it seems like despite you know how big Street Fighter is getting, we still don't have very good representation in Africa. Like no, that's it's, like the one the area that's like saying. completely. We mentioned this last year too. We were like, there's like no Africa kind of area because it was like four here, four here, four. In like the three different regions and then there was the four extras that were kind of the like the the Canada and and Evo didn't count as a region kind of stuff. But Africa still seems to be missing. I mean, I'm sure they have a scene. I I remember last year when we mentioned it. Last year when we mentioned it, a bunch of people on Twitter is like, I play Street Fighter, I'm in Africa. So, you know, hopefully if you are in Africa and you do have the means to start throwing events... You know, definitely try to get a scene going out there. It, it, like you said, it's a big place. It's a pretty
1: big place. It's
0: a pretty big it, place. Depending
1: on how you define the Middle East, it might include parts of Africa. Yeah, that's true. That's I don't true. know. The, the geographical specificity of some of that makes me wonder some of the things, like... Is is Honduras not in there? Can you not play from because it's like specifically Mexico and Costa Rica right, and right. the Dominican. Like if
0: you're from Peru and then
1: South America. Argen- Argen- well, that should be good. Oh, okay,
0: because they had South America. Listed yeah, in
1: yeah, there. okay. But I don't know. I just think some of that is is funny. It's the stupid lawyer me that's right, like, okay, well, what okay. about Fiji? Fair you know. Enough, fair but uh, anyway. Yeah. No. I, I sort of in broad strokes. Uh-huh.
0: Uh,
1: I like the ideas. As we said, maybe there's the possibility that this doesn't result in as much geographical diversity as Mm -hmm. as I think they want, but in all likelihood.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, it's guaranteed, hopefully, that, you know, two of the players will come from the the South America region, like I said, unless, of course, the Japanese players just go out there and try to win all their events. But there are a lot of ranking events in each of those areas. So it's going to be really cool. I mean, it is a little more complicated, but I'm sure as it goes on and we start seeing the points come in, it'll all start really to make sense. And in fact, just even sitting here discussing it, like it's making more sense to me. Yeah, I think so too. As it goes, uh,
1: I like the addition of the online qualifiers. So that yeah. was in there a couple of years ago.
0: so where does it? Where do the online qualifiers? Are there going to be regional online qualifiers? Yeah,
1: I think those are the only online qualifiers. Okay, I think okay. that the if I recall correctly, the online each region will feature two online events. Okay. Okay the winners of the ranking events and online events will be flown to the regional finals event.
0: So the question that I have, since it's online, could you technically be from Japan and play in the South America regional event? Or are they going to keep it, you know... I
1: hope at least for that that they keep it right. regional. Just if for no, no other reason than...
0: But how can they guarantee the lag?
1: Well, I don't know if they can. No, maybe they can guarantee it. Because maybe they'll say, look, if w- they're going to fly everybody to the ultimate event, <laughs> like, they'll know where you're flying from. <laughs> so at some point, the jig's gonna yeah, be Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I guess that's true. Unless you want to, like, fly to Brazil yourself so they can fly you to the finals, which seems kind of ridiculous, but...
1: But, of course, people who win the online events uh, are not guaranteed to be in the Capcom Cup, right? Yeah. They have to... They have They have to win. either yeah. win the regional finals or mm-hmm. have done well enough in other events to get
0: enough points for the regional points regional i was gonna say ranking points but regional points yes yes Mm -hmm. okay good right cool cool right yeah you know
1: obviously capcom has spent a lot of time and money trying to work on this online system they've had betas Mm -hmm. and stress tests specifically for that and it it should be good it Mm -hmm. should be good quality uh and if it is good quality then i wholly support having online qualifiers yeah yeah
0: absolutely i mean uh, a lot of other uh, games have been doing that. Uh, Skullgirls has done online tournaments. Killer Instinct had some of the online tournaments count towards the Ki Cup. Right. You know, as long as the netcode is good. Right. Let's do it.
1: I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy that they're flying people who win ranking events to the regional yeah, finals. Yeah, yeah. I just well, you know, I think that that's it's sort of underrated how difficult travel can be for some people, mm-hmm. especially considering that. Some of these are, are ranking events. Maybe you live in uh, Southern California or whatever, or wherever. Yeah, mm-hmm. West Coast Warzone is one. Maybe you win Warzone, but you just can't really travel to other events to right, get whatever right. points that you need. Right.
0: Um, and it, it's cool, too, because, I mean, well, I mean... Obviously, the KI Cup is still working to get to that level. I mean, a lot of the players who qualified for that had to travel out there themselves. Sure, yeah. I was actually really surprised that so many of them made it. It was like only the Japanese players who didn't go. But, I mean... You're right. That it's it's a a really big burden for a lot of the for for these companies to fly these people out to these events. So definitely shout out to them.
1: I I definitely don't want it to be a situation where only the sort of like sponsored esports players Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. can qualify and do well. I definitely don't want it to be like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want it to feel like it's more open. And this I feel like they are doing that with flying people out. So
0: I think that that's good. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it's going to be pretty much mostly the same standards and, and, you know, and setup. Obviously, the way the points are gathered is going to be different. They did say that Evo is just its own beast. Right. So it's its own thing, right? What I really hope they do for Evo this year is, since Evo is, like, crazy, like, there's, I mean, do you think we're going to get 3,000 people at Evo this year for Street Fighter Five? Do you think that's a possibility? Of course it's a possibility.
1: (laughs) It's a practical possibility. Right. Uh,
0: So, I mean, since there's so many people, since winning that's the big one, you know, most of the time it's like n number of points for first place, n divided by 2 for second place, n divided by 4 for, you know, whatever. I really hope for Evo that they do not do as big of a divide. Yes. Like, I would like Evo first place to be n and then second place be like 75% instead of right. 50%, you know? And because getting top eight at EVO, I feel like that's ridiculous. You yeah. know what I mean? You, yeah. you you deserve points. Agreed.
1: You deserve points. So, yeah. But even even for other events, I hope that it's not the sort of case where eighth place gets two points or whatever it yeah, was from last yeah. year. Just some paltry amount that it didn't even matter mm-hmm. outside of like just on the very margin. Mm-hmm. Outside of that... That didn't even really matter. So I I want them to redo the points a little bit uh, Uh so that, you know, it does matter that you make top eights. Right, right.
0: Because, I mean, some of those events, it wasn't even just EVO, right? Like Tokyo Game Show last year. Was it Southeast Asia Majors, I think it was? There was just a bunch of those events that you just looked at the top eight and you're like, you know, we, we, we said it a million times throw them in a hat, pick out a name, yeah. so they all definitely deserve more points. So hopefully the points aren't as fast of a drop-off, so.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love Mike, and I think he is a great host in many a way.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But when it comes to like informational stuff, I don't feel like
0: that's his strong suit. Damn. like like what do you mean like just explaining how CBT work or showing us how hold Zangief on. is supposed to work? hold plan.
1: on James before you finish that thought let me do my Mike Ross impersonation
0: <laughs> <laughs> by interrupting you oh man <sighs> poor Mike Ross see I was wondering if it was just like trying like, to get yeah, CBT not, that's information that's not the worst loss he took today All right. or yeah what... <laughs> Or if it was, you know, the, the, the Zangief information that he was trying to, you know, trying to give out. Because I don't feel like he did very good in that either. No. No. He lost no. a two-minute fang, dude. That or fang, I should say. Yeah.
1: That was terrible. Flo, it's going to be tough for him to live that down. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it's a bad matchup, right? <laughs> we don't who know knows. anything. Who, who knows? Yeah, yeah so I know, yes. right? So. No idea. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mike Ross. Poor Mike. My, uh, poor Miguel Reese. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, you know what, and we mentioned this before, Mike and Combo Fiend as like hosts of fight oh, game related yeah. stuff, awesome, they're so good at that. And Flo, Flow Flo Flo is, Flo. right sure. Flo is right there with them, Flo is right there with them, like he, he
0: belongs in that mix, Agreed. so yeah, like I almost feel like Flo has kind of found his calling almost, you know, to be involved with Peter and Mike to do a lot of that stuff. Okay. I, I think all three of them together also make a good trio. Sure. You know, any two of them at a time is sure. good, but uh, I think all three of them together is good. So,
1: yeah, definitely. Well, is there anything else to say about what we know about the Capcom Pro Tour so far?
0: The interesting thing. Okay, so <laughs> I, I loved um I loved uh, Z's tweet. He was like, "It is hard for Yun to get in." To the next year of Capcom Pro Tour because mm. Kazunoko's not doesn't get an automatic birth. What do you think about that? I think it's fair. I think it makes sense. It's a brand new game. Who knows? Yeah. Right? Maybe it turns out Kazunoko was terrible at this game. <laughs> you know? We don't, we don't know. We never know. Probably very unlikely if you yeah. can find the right character. Who do you think he would play? He feels like a, a, a Rashid to me.
1: Oh, I can see that. I
0: can see him playing Rashid. Yeah, know?
1: I, I, I can see that. Um, no, I think it's the right call. Good, I, I think it's the right call. It, it, just because you won a tournament in one game doesn't mean you're gonna be great in the next one. Mm-hmm. I think it's likely, like you said, if you, if he plays the game like that, and I don't see why he wouldn't
0: he's gonna make he's it He's a really <laughs> talented
1: player. Yeah. I mean he's already a multi game <laughs> competitor, so he'll be he'll be legit.
0: Oh, well, some people are saying that he's been playing Nikali. Interesting. Well here, here's my question to you. Um, so Kamofin dodged the question, but Mike Ross asked him, "Who do you expect to do well in Street Fighter V this year?" And Kamofin was like, "I don't know. It's such a different game."
1: I'll tell you who's number one on my list right
0: now. Oh, you have someone who's number one. <laughs> I on mean, list. I don't know, that,
1: whatever. But sure, somebody who I think is going to do really well is Shen. I think. Oh, Shen, oh
0: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh,
1: I think this game is made for somebody like Shen. Okay. He he plays offense. Mm-hmm. He. Knows how to play different characters. His character, if he plays Dalsum.
0: <laughs> okay, that's why, that's why. You don't even Dalsam, know, Dalsam. Yeah. Dalsam. Oh my god, Dalsam. that character is
1: ridiculous. Um, he plays Dalsam in SF4, and he's a setup-heavy player right. who likes tech and mm-hmm. zoning at the same time. And he can play offense. I'm telling you guys... When you see you Dawson stuff, oh my god, that's absurd. It's absurd. Uh, so he's somebody who I I think can can do really really well. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I feel like players like Momachi will do well. I feel like Daigo can do well. Anybody who has sort of that offensive understanding and doesn't need to rely on tech, I think can be can be good.
0: I actually honestly feel like that this game, like if I had to name some players who. Who haven't who kind of disappeared late Street Fighter Four and this is such a call out. Okay. But I think like Justin and Ricky are gonna do super well in this game. I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. At least early.
1: Until until or unless there's like some very tech heavy stuff. If that comes out, I really hope that they take it seriously, and that they learn it this time.
0: <laughs> but, but, but if it's like, if it is as footsie yeah. and, and momentum and yeah. like reads-based yeah. as it is, I think Justin and Ricky will do super well in this game. I expect them to have a huge comeback. I think so too. Yeah. And, and I know that people
1: rip on LPN. Okay? <laughs> but I really think that this game is made for somebody yeah. like him, who uh-huh. likes to play offense, likes to play many different characters, mm. is tricky... Um, sort of doesn't need to rely on uh, mechanics to escape uh, I think that that's the kind of game it seems like it is at least for now maybe we'll see but I really do think that he's a good pick for somebody who can do well
0: Yeah, because honestly I feel like you, you kind of touched on that You know, people who can play multiple characters I really feel like Street Fighter 5 is not going to do well for character loyalists I don't know why. I just have this feeling, like, n- not that not that one character is gonna run into a bunch of bad matchups. Yeah. But I feel like learning. You know how, like in a lot of the games, the Sonic Foxes, the Rico Suaves, the you know the, the all of KOF players. Uh-huh. You know how they learn multiple characters and they can play. I feel like Street Fighter Five kind of has that flow to it that when you learn one character, a lot of the the, the strategies you're using kind of will transcend between characters, and hmm. being able to switch between characters a lot to choose the right matchup for you, I think, is going to be big in this game. And there's only 16 characters, so it's yeah. going to be a lot easier to learn, right. you know, so early on it's going to be that way. Once Street Fighter Five gets to 44 characters, you know, yes, then then it might, it'll be a lot harder to do that, because then you got to learn 88 matchups, right, so... Um, right now, at sixteen characters, I feel like it'll really pay off to learn multiple characters.
1: Um, personally, I feel like many of the characters are are individually more complicated than many of the characters in Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like gets a rap as being complicated, mm-hmm. but oftentimes is not. Right. Um, but I, I I don't expect that the game, in any case, will be more like that than SF Four was. Mm-hmm. But in SF Four already, many people had three three to ten characters, yeah, yeah. depending on the player.
0: Yeah.
1: And those were some of the best players in the world. <laughs> so, I mean, already you could do that. I don't think it'll be any different. Uh, in yeah, fact, I... with, with even more pressure on the line, I expect that people would be more likely to learn more characters.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I, I just, uh, again, for, there's something about the the offense of the game that I feel like is a little, can be applied to multiple characters. But, again, yeah. I, I think it's the 16-character count that really... Is gonna make it very multi-character friendly at first.
1: I could see that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be. You don't have to be a forty-two character player or whatever. To, 44. If you
0: learn three characters, you're only learning four more matchups than if you learn one character in Street Fighter Four. Right?
1: Oh, weird.
0: Right? Because that's forty-eight matchups. And you had 44 already in Street That's Fighter it. 4. That's a funny way to put it. I like that. <laughs> right? So, so I feel like uh, it's it's definitely a lot easier to learn at first. Because what's going to happen is people are going to play, and they're going to be like, this character's fun. They're going to learn 16 matches, and they're going to want to learn more. Yeah. And they're just like, ah, let me just pick up another one. A character. lot of the characters look fun. Dude, yeah, I, I want to like... play everybody in that right? game. Right? Yeah, and oh, dude, that video that just came out, that Ken video, how I was talking about how to fight at mid range with punish with hurricanes and fireball dash uppercut and, and dude, that video was awesome. <laughs> oh, ex
1: anti air air uh, anti air
0: hurricane looks really pretty crazy. silly. Yeah. I don't know how much invincibility, so it's yeah. it's gonna be yeah. one of those things where they're jumping at a distance. we like, he can't hit me here, so I'm not gonna touch a button. And then all of a sudden, Phew.
1: yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna play. As my mains, obviously I'm not going to compete, but um, mm-hmm. my mains, mm-hmm. Zangief, Dhalsim, Bison. Yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like with those right. characters yeah. so far, I feel like they pretty much address all of the matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, the best one of those is going to be Sim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, wait, hold on. You,
0: you're, you, wait, no, wait, he's terrib-
1: no, he's terrible. Excuse me. Excuse me. me oh,
0: me right, right. Dhalsim's awful, me, right? I'll play
1: the NRS dance. Yeah. Character. You know you can whiff punish his buttons from. Yeah, I
0: saw that. Screen. He's gonna be so bad. Tough, tough yeah, to push. And push like buttons. stands short and stand strong have the same range. What's that? So, about? You know that's that's terrible. Stand stand medium. Pick. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually going to use uh, Zangief for sure. Uh, I really want to use Mika. So, but that's kind of a conflict because I feel like Zangief and Mika, you know, they're both grapplers. Although they play different enough that I don't think that they'll overlap too much. Mm-hmm. I do want to play Chun Li.
1: She seems super good. Chun-Li
0: seems ridiculous. In the yeah. beta,
1: she seemed like the best character to me, but, uh, you know, obviously, who
0: knows. If so I want to play Chun-Li, and I don't know, like, my character loyalist in me makes me want to try to learn Kami, but I just feel like I'm just going to get bored and stop. But we'll see. You know,
1: I played against some
0: camis that were doing some fun stuff. Oh, yeah? I okay, okay yeah. cool. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to—I hate starting this already because I did this throughout all of Street Fighter Four's life, but, like, is it just me, or does Ken's EX hurricane kick, like, is just way better of an EX dive kick than Cammy's EX dive kick already? Oh, uh,
1: I don't know. I can tell you that Cammy's EX dive kick is way plus on block.
0: Right. Oh, but Ken's is not, right? I'm not
1: sure. I was just going to say Yeah, sure. I,
0: I think in that video we saw that if you block his hurricane, you might be able to punish him. Okay. So that might be a big
1: difference. I, there. I tried at the worst possible spot. Against blocking Zangief, yeah, and I yeah, tried yeah. to punish with 720,
0: uh, uh, no dice. Right, right, I saw that on the okay. video, so. But, I mean, like, again, I don't think she's going to be bad. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be bad. I, I think she'll it. be
1: more interesting than she, she originally said. Yeah,
0: seen. yeah. I mean, the coolest part was that in Beta 3, they added the jump cancel off of the strong roundhouse, which pops them up in the air, and you can get, like, the dive kicks, or you can get the hooligan throws. Okay. That actually looked kind of fun, so I'm, I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. try. I'll, I'll try. I'll okay. try. I want to try, because of character loyalty, so. Okay.
1: Uh, you got the, got a get the thing oh,
0: yeah, there?
1: there we go. Well, that's a lot of Street Fighter V talk. Of course, the game comes out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't have an early copy. I just did a lot of work with other people <laughs> who also did a lot of work during betas. Right, right. Um,
0: and, and you were doing a lot of that stuff where you were making sure you were recording the dummy so you wouldn't get matches, right? I did do a lot yeah. of Yeah, so in case you guys haven't seen it, check out YouTube.com. Slash Ultra Chen TV. David's put up a bunch of videos, including ones where you took a, bio, a Ken player's soul. You had the wackiest mirror matches with Dalsum. So yeah, definitely uh, check out the videos. No, I, I mean there's some good matches. There's also a lot of you found a lot of really good tech. Yeah. And not only that too, but one of the most educational things about those videos is watching how you used training mode. Okay. You know, because you're like, oh, let me test this, let me test this. And, you know, figuring out how to test things and what to test was really, really informative in my opinion. I think a lot of people can glean a lot of information from that. Seeing like, okay, this person gives me trouble in a match, I'm going to figure out how to counter it. And if they watch the videos that you do, like, you know, testing how safe Bison scissor kick the a V-trigger or whatever, stuff like that, I think it's really, really useful. Cool, man.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks. Definitely mm-hmm. going to put up a lot more of that stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, before we get SF5, we did want to talk about Street Fighter 4. That's right.
0: Did you want to take a break? Or Let's did you take want to...
1: a break. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about Street Fighter 4 and its impact and its legacy and how we think it'll end up being viewed.
0: All right. Be right back, guys.
1: All right. Welcome back to the Tuesday show. Let's talk about Street Fighter 4 with SF5 coming out next week. Mm-hmm. In fact, a week from today. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, so there, but crazy. just letting you guys know, there will be no Tuesday show. <laughs>
1: Actually, I can't make it anyway. It's, oh really?
0: Oh, Okay. It's,
1: it's my anniversary.
0: Oh! Uh, <laughs> what? Your anniversary is on the day it comes out. Yeah. Rip.
1: Yeah.
0: Rip. Well, I'll be streaming my You'll show. You'll be play. streaming. I'll yeah. be streaming some Street Fighter Five. In fact, maybe I'll do my first First Attack episode next week.
1: I'll be I'll, I'll be at dinner. I'll be at dinner. We'll be at dinner. Yeah. And I'll have this set up right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no great story yeah, yeah you know, you're gonna be that, I remember that time four years ago oh, you're gonna be yeah, the oh, person yeah. sitting there eating dinner
0: and going yes I mean yes <laughs> I I do love I you very much <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man anyway. that's awesome um, <laughs> so with, with Street Fighter 4, uh, 5 coming out soon the Street Fighter 4 uh, sort of story I think is something that we have to talk about now.
2: yeah yeah
1: um, yeah I hope it doesn't die. I hope that people keep it alive. Yes. But you never know. And so I think it'd be good to talk about Street Fighter IV's impact, its legacy, how it will be viewed in the future. Mm, how it things.
0: affected fighting games in general. Exactly. Because you know? there's so many different facets, too. Because, like, it's obvious. There's, like... When I say how it affected the fighting game community, there's obviously like the, oh, it brought fighting games back. But I, I'm yeah. talking even more than just that. So.
1: Well, okay, so just to start off, it definitely did bring fighting games back. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. In, in, a, in a really big way. Um, I know that for me, Street Fighter Four just had a giant impact in my local scene. Um, and I think that was the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Our scene was already pretty big. Like, L.A. was already yeah. a legit scene. But uh, the difference was, was obvious. I mean, when I, when we were playing HDR, which was the game that was like out before, before Street that. Fighter Four, yeah, uh-huh. um, you know, we would go to tournaments and whatever. There'd be 15, 20 people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was the standard fighting game standard. stuff. Standard.
0: Yeah.
1: Street Fighter Four. All of a sudden, fifty people. All of a sudden, hundred <laughs> people. Yeah. Um, it was it was a remarkable difference, like right off the bat. Right.
0: How much do you think that that GameStop tournament early on? Had an effect on everything. Cause remember how GameStop had that tournament? That was where Mike Ross and Justin got to grand finals, and uh, uh, it really kind of encouraged a lot of people to go play at the GameStops. You know, I'm not sure you know how much of an effect that had early on. I
1: don't know. You know, that's that was our that was when the game was coming out on console, which mm-hmm. was already. Oh, that's right, uh, Several several that's months. True. That's, true. that's I, true. That was in springtime, and the game came out in the summer, so mm-hmm. um, it had already. Cause I was thinking. My cross wasn't good at the start. I remember blowing him up in tournaments before he <laughs> got good, but then it sort of made, made sense in my head. Right, right, right. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. Right. Just ripping on that guy all day for no reason. Uh, we um, love my But Mata, that's how it goes yeah. for that guy, unfortunately. <laughs> so it, it really did have a major impact in what was already a big scene, but in scenes that were not big. Like, for example, I would go back to where I spent some years in the D.C. area, Northern mm-hmm. Virginia, Maryland, I had a lot of friends there, and I went back to visit a few times, and even their locals were much bigger than before. Yeah, much, yeah. And they were not just having them every month as we had been doing when I lived there. It was weekly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it, was, it was everywhere, uh, and it, big obvious
0: impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, I, th- my favorite quote that someone put on the stream, I forgot who it was who put on the stream chat, was when Mike Z just basically said that Street Fighter Four allowed people to pitch fighting games again. And that's obvious. You can see once Street Fighter Four came out, once it started getting popular again, it's like everyone tried to jump on this fighting game bandwagon. Every game came back, like right. every fighting game came back except for like Time Killers, you know. And you, you, who knows? There might be some like <laughs> Time Killers reboot ready to come out where you can right. hit all five buttons and behead someone in one sweep. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I remember. Uh... MK versus DC came out in like 2008 like right <laughs> oh, beforehand Jesus. and that was a pile of garbage <laughs> <laughs> And then they I mean it must have been the case that they saw Street Fighter 4 Blow up and have a ton of mm-hmm. success not that MK versus DC did bad financially did not right, but right, the gameplay right. was bad Yeah, um, and they spent a ton of time to make MK 9 better and yeah, KI came back mm-hmm, um, uh, Dude everything so the other thing, Indie too... Indie games were being pitched, finally. Yeah. Right,
0: right. So, you know, Mike Z could get schoolgirls made, you know, all this stuff, things could happen. The interesting part, to me, also, is just that it kind of forced people into upping the quality. Because you just said MKDC was a pile of trash, right? And, frankly, MK9 could have been just as bad. Sure. But there was something that was like, wait, something's happening here. We really need to reboot this, take this seriously, and make this good. You know, the fact that fighting games started becoming more competitive. Obviously, Twitch has a big deal with this, you know, has a big sure. part in this. The streaming, like, people didn't care about balance. I mean, it wasn't even that long ago the that, that the, yeah. the Blaze Blue creator was laughing at poor Breaker Dave getting killed by Kokonoe, right, at an event and then 6 months later or like 4 months later he's at Evo crying with everybody else at how how heartfelt that finals was right. with Dogura and Galileo you know it really changed the perspective on a lot of that even 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 Sakurai had to admit like I need to make this a little bit more balanced and maybe give a little bit of a a leeway for com- the competitive scene, Right. you know. None, I, none of that would have happened without Street Fighter Four. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, so I just feel like Street Fighter Four was super important, and um, you know, right now it's the in thing to hate on Street Fighter Four. A lot of people are saying, "Well, the game was garbage, blah blah blah," and all this stuff. Street Fighter Five. I can't wait to play this real game and <laughs> the right. real man's game. Like, I I, I feel it. Because we've been playing this game for seven years, and once you've been playing a game for seven years, you're sick and tired of losing to the same things. <laughs> you know? It, you're sick and tired of trying to poke with a button, getting focused and getting crumpled and dying, right? I mean, sure, I, I can see that, right? But in my opinion, well, so we're, I guess we're going to move on a little bit towards sure. the legacy kind of side of where Street Fighter Four is going to stand in the pantheon of Street Fighter games and okay. the history uh, I actually think Street Fighter 4, maybe give it a couple of years after everyone's like cooled down a little bit, will probably be remembered as one of the best Street Fighter games of all time. Like I, I think there's going to be a lot of fondness for this game, given uh, given a-, give a few years.
1: I think you're right, and I think that's for a few reasons. One is that I think the game is is good. I mean, being being good. I too am burned out on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll say that I think a lot of people are, but there's a lot of great stuff in that mm-hmm. in that game and Ultra Street Fighter 4 isn't even that old. It's like a year year and a half, right? Right. Relatively recent game. I'm sure there's some stuff left to find. Right. People mm-hmm. haven't spent. Uh, enough time to find everything. That takes a long time.
0: Play Hakan so I can you know, win money from Xiancheng. Never, never gonna happen. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. You know, I'm,
1: I'm, I was planning. I was thinking about putting out a tier list, my like final tier list for uh-huh, Street Fighter uh-huh. Four, and I was gonna leave Hakon off. Because <laughs> why bother? Right. Um, anyway, uh, I just
0: um, look. It's so funny to me because you know this just keeps happening right i mean they now we'll get to this a little bit later they talked about alex being in street fighter 5 and everyone's was like alex is so cool when they announced mika everyone was like oh dude i'm so happy mika's back and dude nostalgia glasses are the most ridiculous thing in the world right so i mean look uh, People talk about Third Strike, like, Third Strike is the most fun game. Like, you don't remember the Evo Top 8s, right? Right. CVS2, the same thing, right? Heck, even at the last Tournament of Champions for ST was just Mao jumping off walls and stabbing people all day, right? Right. Like, we love these games, obviously, but they're all flawed. Of course. No game is perfect. They're all horribly, horribly flawed. And interestingly enough, if you take all of the Street Fighter games... Like, for me, honestly, the only game I feel like that can compete with Ultra Street Fighter 4 for being the least flawed Street Fighter game might be Hyper Fighting. But, like, outside of Hyper Fighting, like, I feel like Ultra Street Fighter 4 is, when you look at it from a competitive standpoint, like, the most balanced it, it's like a good variety and it suited a lot of different play styles. You know, so you had the Vipers for the people who wanted to be crazy. Sure. You had Guiles for people who wanted to be Zony patient or troll with shades all the time. Right. right. You know, it Just it just had a good variety for a lot of different people. It was super balanced. Towards the end, we were seeing every character except for Hakan <laughs> everywhere. So, you know, I just feel like that once, once all the burnout is gone, yeah. that a lot of people are gonna miss the game, and I think a lot of people are gonna look back and, and really look at it fondly.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially having gone through the process of, of seeing and playing Third Strike and CVS2 and Super Turbo, all in that what was called the dead era uh, mm-hmm. in the mid-2000s, um, and seeing now how people think about those games, and seeing people in particular talk about CVS2, oh, they loved CVS2 so much. <laughs> I <laughs> tell you, if you didn't, if you weren't a CBS Two player, you did not like it. Right? You were bored. You went to sleep. Yeah. Uh-huh, Fact. Uh-huh, yeah. But now everybody is all, oh, CBS Two is fantastic. It's that's gonna happen with Street Fighter Four. Yeah, yeah. And dude, it's not just about the game itself. I think it's about the scene. There are so many more people who came in on Street Fighter Four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. relative to those other games that in five years. There are going to be way more <laughs> sort of native Street Fighter 4 players as veterans in the scene right. than there are native any other previous mm-hmm. Street Fighter game, just because there were so many more of them. So mm-hmm. the scene, I think, in general, is going to look back on it and, and feel very positively. I, I know I've seen people in chats and whatnot ask questions like, why was Third Strike considered the best Street Fighter right. game? Mm-hmm. You know, I it's because there were many third strike players and they liked the game. And that that was it. It's like a numbers game. Yeah. Really. Uh Um, uh In in the FGC. In five years, it's going to be Street Fighter 4 instead. And when Street Fighter, when new Street Fighter 5 fans see people talking about Street Fighter 4, they're going to think, oh, why was that considered the best (laughs) Street Fighter game? (laughs) That's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Now, I do want to address something that Hanzo pointed out in the chat. You know, I talked about balance and everything like that. He said that unbalanced games are fun. And he's absolutely right. 100% correct. I mean, you look at Melee, you look at MVC2, you look at Super Turbo, look at Third Strike. There is something to be said about having these really unbalanced games and having these characters that are underdogs and people really, like, trying to beat up on the top-tier characters and the top-tier players just, like, trolling on the low-tier characters and whatever like that. There's definitely a lot of truth to that, but, you know, I, I just feel like from a design aspect because a lot of people are saying like Street Fighter 4 is a horribly designed game now all of a sudden mm-hmm. like they're coming out of the woodwork like focus attack was the worst thing invincible backdash is the most awful thing you know all these things, too many option selects in the game or whatever like that you know I, like I said I just feel like that's burnout because you're tired of losing to Rose backdashing all day you're tired of losing to a focus attack. But I honestly don't think a lot of those things are really terrible mechanics, because how many times have people gotten blown up for doing focus attack, right? Against Balrogs, you do focus and then they ultra you and you die, right? As a Kami player, every time I saw focus, I would just do low forward drill. There's nothing you can do, right? So there's equal time that they would get blown up for pulling a stupid thing like that as they would get rewarded. But it's just right now, like I said, the burnout is making everyone sick of those kind of things. So, I mean, I'll get into this a little bit once we move past the legacy portion of, you know, why I feel like having all those systems is actually really good.
1: Yeah, um, well, okay. Uh, I guess that for the balance thing, Mm -hmm. it's true that a lot of the Mm -hmm. most favorite, most cherished games are imbalanced. I don't think that's why people like them. I think people like having crazy options. Uh, Mm -hmm. And games that have crazy options are harder to balance. Um, So, like, I really, well, I really like having a lot of the craziness in Super Turbo, and in Third Strike, and in whatever other game, Marvel 2, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. the craziness is awesome, but I don't, but there are some bad characters, and I feel like that's too bad. It's sort of like, it's it's just hard to design all the characters to be good, Mm -hmm. if you design some of the characters to be crazy. Um, That's not impossible. Um, I feel like series like Gear did that pretty reasonably, but... Mm -hmm um it is tougher to do so um street fighter 4 i'll say one thing i don't think that it has crazy stuff it's it's one of the sort of less crazy games but at the same time i think that that was something that allowed people to get into it Mm -hmm. um i've Mm -hmm. seen even some people who are better known for games like anime games and whatnot air dashers talk about how street fighter 4 is just easy to watch comparatively and Mm -hmm. and fun to watch because it's it's not the case that you have to pay attention to 10 things happening on the screen at once, and oh man, there's all of a sudden some orb all the way over here, what does that do? Um, there's a little you know, cat person following you in the air. Like, there's all sorts of stuff um, in other games that you have to pay attention mm-hmm. to that Street Fighter 4 really just boiled it down. And I feel like that was something that made it more approachable for a lot of people.
0: Right, right. So, um... Okay, I mean that's it's, not a bad thing. Yeah, like I said, I mean I, honestly, I, I feel like give it a few, a couple of years. It Street Fighter 4 is gonna be one of the more fondly remembered games I think because so, too. so many people got into the scene with it. You know what I mean? Look, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be completely hypocritical because I'm not a fan of it. But like, it's gonna be like the Final Fantasy 7 of fighting games. Mm. So many people got into it from that game in this game that it's going to be, like, everyone's going to remember and love it so much, right? And I say this as a person who doesn't particularly uh, yeah. like Final Fantasy VII, right? <laughs> six all the way, I man! I was going
1: yeah. so, you, so you're, you're applying that it's going to be like how Six is actually the best, yeah, but a lot of uh-huh, these newer uh-huh. school uh-huh. people think that actually it's seven. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's where a lot of the fun, fondness mm. is going to come from, you know, so I definitely think the game is going to be remembered very fondly by a lot of people. I think so,
1: too. I think so, too. Well... You you uh, sort of brought up your thoughts about the game engine and how and its its ultimate impact. What what yeah. were you gonna say about that? So
0: basically, what I was gonna say is the one thing that I did like about the fact that it had invincible back dashes, that it had FADC, that it had you know focus attacks and all ultras and super meters and EXs and all these different systems. The reason why I liked it is because, like you said, the game wasn't crazy enough so that you had to keep track of the the orbs or, like, here's, here's Sinestro's tiny thing that's just this <laughs> laser that you can't even see on the screen. You know, th- those kind of things. You know, it was simple enough that people could get into, but it was complex enough that I really feel like Street Fighter pushed people into a new era of understanding fighting games from a scientific point of view. Mm-hmm. Like... Backdashes got annoying, we really started learning how to option select backdashes, right. right? Focus attacks got annoying, people learn how to hit confirm low forwards into drill, like I said, if you see the focus attack, you know. Uh, even like the FADC, I really like the FADC option because it kind of, there's still a level of creativity that FADCs afforded in the game. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So for example, you know, Able, you're always seeing okay, you know, step, kick, fierce, change of direction FADC and then into low fierce ultra right but then all of a sudden you see someone like Kaoma or somebody else you know anti-air EX you know this into FADC into ultra and all of a sudden you're like whoa that's a new way to land that that I haven't seen before like I, I all these different kind of things in the game really kind of stepped up the scientific research and the and the skill set of the community as a whole yeah. in finding things like, I feel like that it made people so much more smart about fighting games. And it's it's going to be rough, because what's going to happen is that we're going to figure out a lot of stuff in Street Fighter V very fast. Very fast. But that's because we got so much better because of Street Fighter Four. Like, if Street Fighter V came out at the same time Street Fighter Four did, I feel like we would be discovering stuff a lot slower. If Street Fighter Four came out today or next week... We would find things so fast in that game. We yeah. would have like all the FADC combos like instantly yeah. because we just know what to look for already. Agreed. Early on in Street Fighter Four, we still didn't know what an option select was. No, it took you a know while. it took a while before we started calling Half it that. a year at least, you know, yeah. And you were one of the people who literally started promoting that term as yeah. a usage for something in Street Fighter Four. So I just feel like Street Fighter Four was just the right game to allow people to be creative and to figure out science kind of stuff and really get the have the community get good at finding things and understanding how to dissect fighting games. I think you're right. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: wasn't, it wasn't just in Street Fighter. A lot of the people who learned that stuff then played, uh, like I played a lot of Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. for example, and I found a lot of cool stuff there. But it's not just me. It's people who played marvel and who switched completely to games like gear or blaze blue or you know who played all sorts of other stuff um that had better language to talk about things with and a better knowledge set i feel like it's all that stuff has helped people design games better too because um there are for example in street fighter 5 you can tell that design is specifically trying to avoid some of those things. Like they specifically don't want to have some option select. Dude,
0: Peter said that He's, on yeah. the stream today. He was like, "We tried to remove all option select." Dude, you
1: know? example in beta three, I think. Um, I found, and not just me. Other people had found this too. Mm-hmm. But I put a video out on it with Ken doing fierce oh, yeah. option select. In case of crush counter, into something else that you wouldn't get if you didn't get a crush counter. Mm-hmm, that's
0: gone, right? They just—it's it's gone. They took it out.
1: Um, so they're—they're they're really trying. But all that stuff—the reason I could even find that in the first place was <laughs> seven years of looking for that crap right. in, in Street Fighter IV. Uh, so that—that that sort of lesson was mm-hmm. something that is applied to every game, and it yeah. helps people design better games because of that. So
0: yeah, I think I, that's good. And as much as people whine about things that are broken or cheap, you know, uh, like, oh, this character's young's too good or whatever like that, I really feel like the, the fighting game community has kind of stepped into a new era. Like, you think people complain about cheap things right now? Like, you didn't grow up in the Street Fighter II era. Like, when, when you threw somebody, you had to let them throw you back because <laughs> throws were cheap yeah right like it was literally that way like people would ban things in the game yeah like it always strikes me when i play street fighter 4 online and people throw me like the 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 normal scrub will try to throw me sure whereas in street fighter 2 when throws were zero frame and they reached 10 miles away nobody would throw because it was cheap you know what i mean
1: even even i remember when hyper fighting came out on xbox live this is like mid 2000s -hmm. even there a lot of people didn't Grow. it was yeah. even still like that for a lot of people who hadn't played fighting games in a long time and they came back because this thing was on xbox right. live arcade it was still not like that now with street fighter 4 and part of this is twitch as well yeah, yeah, as, yeah. You, uh-huh. as you mentioned earlier but now when you play street fighter like the default is walking back and forth in footy range <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, that's right <laughs> it's not like jumping around all willy nilly. <laughs> it's not like jump house, low roundhouse like it was for 20 years uh, now it's walk around in footsie range, even if you don't know why. Because that's, that's what you see people yeah, do. That's yeah. some, something people saw in Street Fighter 4.
0: I went to somebody's house, and they had a Japanese Famicom, a uh, Super Famicom, and they had Super Street Fighter 2 on there. So I'm sitting there playing, and then like my parents' friends' kids came out and they played with us. I picked Zangief, and he picked Honda, and I did low short SPD, and the guy's like, why are you so cheap? Why are you throwing? I was like, Really? Even just when, before Street Fighter 4 came out, like right before when UCLA was trying to throw more tournaments. They had a hyper fighting tournament and I played Zangief against somebody yeah. and I did stand short SPD and he's like, yeah. "You better not do that again." Yeah, yeah. I totally thought he was joking. <laughs> I totally so I did it again and the guy literally did this at the co- console like he went like stood up at me and was like ready to fight me. And I looked at him. I was like, "Are you serious?"
1: But <laughs> well, I was a- <laughs> In college, this is like 2005, mm-hmm. um, I remember playing Super Turbo against somebody who just walked in, and I was playing Vega, and I just did stand short throw, stand short throw, <laughs> like probably three times, Jesus. and he just, he just left. He just think, there was not even a conversation, he was just like... <laughs> just turned to walk
0: away. <laughs> that was it. Oh man. Anyway. Dude, I'm telling you, man. So that's one Time's of the that's one of the legacies that I think Street Fighter 4 yeah, brought yeah. is that and, and like you said, a lot of it probably does go to Twitch because people get to see a yeah. high level play. So, you know, the the perception of what's cheap has gone from Throws are cheap now to Yun is cheap because of dive kicks and a really good lunge. And his EX is, his EX lunge punch is like zero on block. Like, I mean, these are like legitimate complaints compared to throws are cheap, you know? For sure. So, um, again, there, there's
1: a lot more knowledge in, yeah. not just in the like dedicated fighting game community, but just mm-hmm. people who casually watch and casually play. Right,
0: right. And so Street Fighter 4, you know, look, again, I'm burned out of the game. Like, seriously, like, sometimes when we do commentaries, I I, I sometimes feel like I'm, like, I'm, like, shutting down as I'm doing commentaries. I totally get it. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I love the game. I really do. I really do love the game. Even being super old school, like I yeah. should be like, screw these new school no, 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 no. tactics it's... or whatever, like that. You know, no. Even as an old school player, I, I really do love the game. And I really, even taking out of the context of where it is in the fighting game, what it did for the community, just as a game, I, I really loved it because it really was interesting. Yeah. I felt like it had a lot of cool things going for it, you know, just finding text, finding ways to manage resources was really interesting in that game, you know, I love the fact that, you know, in certain parts of the matches, you'd be like, okay, I have one meter, how can I land my ultra? Like, that wouldn't have happened if they didn't have the meter system, the FADCs, and this ultra that didn't cost meters, you know, but it's a cool way to, when you're playing the game, you're like, I have one meter, this is how I want to land ultra, I have three meters, I have these three options, I'm going to look for this. You know, it's just there was a lot of really cool, fun things about it, and I, you know, I, I look back on it fondly. Yeah. You know, despite you know the fact that you know I was like, they took away my main character. Anyway, yeah, I'll get into that. <laughs> later, get into the, yeah. But yeah, no, I really did. I really do love the game a lot, and I really think that it will stand the test of time. I think so too. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's been a blast to watch it evolve. When the game was new. It was considered slow and defensive and not terribly complex. Uh, I remember when crouch techs were first found. Yes, that's that's right. That was a big outcry. A lot of people (laughs) were very mad. And that actually caused a lot of people to quit uh, who were still playing. Because they didn't like that you could. It was considered like BS defense. It was like so good. Right. But then people started to figure out better frame traps. And there was this really interesting series of mix ups that developed of crouch tech, frame trap. Delayed crouch tech, delayed <laughs> frame trap, stand throw. Back
0: in the, yeah, back in the throws. Yeah. All, yeah, it
1: was a really, and that happened over the course of years. Yeah. And along with that, it was, went from a defensive game, even in Super, I remember a lot of people thought that that game was defensive and the best characters were the charge <laughs> That's characters. Right, yeah. Looking back, probably not the case, but that was how we felt about it at the mm-hmm. time, a lot of people did. Became an offensive game, became a very setup heavy game. Uh, when Ultra came out and they sort of changed the game a little bit, the setups went away to some degree. But it wasn't just that; it was the fact that everybody knew everybody else's setup.
0: Right. Ultimately, yeah, yeah, yeah. like
1: you, mm-hmm. like if somebody did some weird jump short at you when you were when your back was towards the corner, mm-hmm. you would know, hey, maybe this is gonna cross up, but he's not gonna land behind me. <laughs> you know, and that people learned all these setups, and and that all that was a really interesting thing to watch. All the sort of circle of options back and right, forth.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: that was something I really really enjoyed about Street Fighter 4 I gotta say I didn't get in on Super Turbo and Third Strike until those games were some years old or I wasn't there right at the very start so I didn't really see them as they started Mm -hmm. Um, so for me Street Fighter 4 was the first big game that I really spent a lot of time in Mm -hmm. uh and, and watched it evolve and helped right. it evolve. And that was actually, a blast. That's,
0: that's actually not true. You can crouch tech in third strike. It's just the problem was that it would make you do a move, which was, you'd parry and kill them.
1: It was right? it was crouching jab. It came out as crouching oh, jab. Oh, crouching jab, and which is parryable both ways. It is, so not as good, but still important in some situations. You would see Kens do you know, dash-up, crouching jab, Jab jab short or jab short mm-hmm. jab or whatever, depending By starting with um, a throw or but something? starting with with crouch ah, tech. Yeah. You definitely okay. did see that in third strike, okay. but it just wasn't yeah. as common because crouching shorts crouching jabs weren't as good in Street Fighter Three mm-hmm. as crouching shorts are in Street Fighter Four. Right. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: For
1: sure.
0: So okay. Um I guess uh do you have any other thoughts on Street Fighter Four?
1: Thank God for the potato, because he's, like, the only thing that (laughs) kept me in Ultra Street Fighter 4 for, like, a year. (laughs) Dalsam and and Hugo are the only reasons.
0: (laughs) The only thing I'll tack on to this is, because of all these things of Street Fighter 4, I really am scared that a lot of people who love Street Fighter 4 are going to be like, wow, Street Fighter 5 is so boring, we figured it out so fast. And then the what i don't want to have happen is see all the street fighter 5 players hating on street fighter 4 which causes the street fighter 4 players to start hating on 5. Yeah. Look, we don't need we don't need a melee brawl situation no. here, right? So i mean, let's definitely keep things in perspective. Understand that, you know, we're in a different time. We understand games differently and yeah. that street fighter 4, like i said, was a good game. It was a good game and i'm sh- i'm hoping street fighter 5 turns out to be an amazing game as well.
1: I think so, yeah, actually, i'm i'm hoping that. But, in any case, as I said at the start, I hope that Street Fighter Four doesn't die. I hope that the people who care about the mm-hmm. game will keep it going, but realize that it's going to be on you if you are one of those people to keep it going mm-hmm. it's not it's not doesn't need to be at tournaments okay? right. It's not like that now. Mm-hmm. If the game is going to be kept alive, it's going to be by people who care about it. Mm-hmm. You have to do things like. Super Turbo Revival. You have to do things like what Nika Ko does for Third Strike. Right. You have to do what Marvel you know,
0: Tanabor or those guys were Vampire Savior. Exactly
1: right. Um, you have to do you know Marvel Lives or whatever for Street Fighter Four. That's something that you have to do now. Um, but I hope that you do it. Yeah. I hope that you do it.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll just go back into all the event news, game news, and community stuff that's coming up. A lot of interesting things starting up soon, so be right back. Whoops, I wasn't supposed to do that. Okay, be right back. Hey, all right, welcome back to the show. Yep, uh, before we get into the news, I definitely wanted to give one another shout-out, so Connecticut's gave us this cool statue thing, but they also gave us these nice prints that we have in the background. Um, Let me get like it's, here. It's really, really hard to tell from the camera view, but these are really, really, really nice prints. Very high I, quality, yeah. I really wish I could zoom in on a little bit and show you the better quality of these things. I mean, the interesting thing about it was that um, they sent us prints a long time ago. You probably saw we had the multiple camera angles, that when the camera angle, oops, uh, forgot to do it this time. But if you guys remember when you saw the camera angles, when it was on me, you could see the jury and the the doll poster back there, right? So this is the original doll poster they sent us. Now, they basically changed the way that they printed it out and the different kind of paper quality. Like, it might be a little hard to tell on stream, but. It's pretty clear. Yeah, because the thing is, that one is a lot darker. And this one looks very washed out. But this is the improved paper quality that they have here and the improved print quality. It, like I said, it, it, it you can kind of see it on the stream, but if you actually see it in person, it's it's pretty striking difference. So yep. This is some really nice stuff they have. Like I said, they have a jury, they have some other ones, so definitely check that out uh, at connecticuts.com, which is, uh, you saw their links and everything in, during the break, so. Yep,
1: thanks mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk about what's going on.
0: Yep, all right, so let's talk about some events that are coming up. Um, Obviously, we're pretty much getting underway. It's crazy to me that final round is so close. And then NorCal Regionals is the next weekend, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, first of all, uh, Evo, uh, they just recently announced that for this year, they have unbanned the DualShock PlayStation 4 controller. Right. So they're going to let people use that uh, again. And they said that if you forget to unsync your controller, that could be caused for qualification of right. the tournament so make sure you f- remember to desync your controllers Fair um but obviously they're doing this because it's a brand new game a lot of people might not have the joysticks yet a lot of people are still learning on pad so so yeah so um they're going to allow it for this year so they're unbanning the playstation 4 dualshock for this year okay um that sounds good to me yeah Uh, as I mentioned, uh, NCR has been announced and it is going to be taking place, uh, March 25th through 27th, much earlier than it normally does. It's usually in April, right? And, um, it's one week after final round. (laughs) So literally there's two premiere events, two weekends in a row. Right. And that's going to be pretty nuts. Cause if you want to score some of those regional points, you're going to be doing some traveling. (laughs) going to be doing some traveling.
1: Neither of those will be regionals, though, right? They're both... Oh, they're premieres, you're right. They're both global premieres.
0: So do you not get... You don't get regional points for those, do you? I think you do not. Ooh, okay, okay. So, uh, one thing that they also wanted to mention, too, is that uh, a lot of people were mad at the way that emergency registrations happened last year at NCR, and so they're trying to make sure that they take care of that, and the way they're doing that is that... Well, if you've pre-registered, you get put in brackets. If you register at last second, you're all put in the same bracket. Yeah. They, they don't care how many people do it, too. You're just all stuffed into this one crappy bracket. Yes. So, pre-register. <laughs> finally.
1: Finally. It's something that I've been looking for for years. Yeah. Uh-huh. For years. I've hoped that this would happen. Yeah. I'm glad somebody is finally yeah, yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it, exactly, man. It's, exactly. It's just, so. it's really... It sucks for people who do Mm pre-register that they often get boned by Mm -hmm. having some top player in their their bracket. I think that totally Uh, sucks. uh, uh, uh. At the same time, I don't want a situation where you have to pre-register because some people, you know, they don't know whether they'll be able to go until last minute. Maybe they don't have a credit card Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. even do it in any way. So I want to have it open and accessible, but... (laughs) <laughs> you know you shouldn't ruin it for everybody else so right. i feel like this is an awesome compromise
0: like I'm for really something like for something like evo which is announced 6 months in advance you have all this time to plan and do all this stuff and everyone wants to go to evo like, whether you could make NCR or CEO or SCR or, or all these other events, you're not sure necessarily right away, right? So, yeah, it's nice to keep the registrations open. I feel like eventually we'll get to a point where, you know, we can probably really make it so that it's only pre-registration. But that's still years down the line. We've still got a long way to go for that. But, yep, so that's going to be taking place once again on March 25th through 27th in Sacramento, California. I believe it's going to be the same place that it was the last two years. You're going to get to be able to go this time. Yay! It's you not haven't... Passover this time. <laughs> it's been
1: Passover for like two years in a row. Yeah, you, you haven't been to NCR in a while. No, I have not. Unfortunately, that means I won't be able to go to Texas Showdown. <laughs> <laughs> they because took the yeah, they took the weekend. All right.
0: All right. Uh, um... <laughs> And then uh, speaking of uh, California tournaments, uh, SCR did announce that they're looking to remain in the October time frame that they did last year. So it looks like that they're still eyeing October dates. Okay. They're targeting October 14th through 16th, but obviously it's still a ways to go, so they can still uh, work stuff out. I think that's awesome because it was too t- it was too top heavy before. All the events were at the beginning of the year, and then after Evo, there was this kind of like dearth of events a little yeah. bit like two or three years ago. Yeah. Now it feels like it's spreading out a yeah. little bit more and I do like that SCR is decided to stick with the October time frame. I hear you. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, this is actually super cool news. So, uh, not a premier event, but taking place in the Midwest, uh, one of the greatest tournaments of the, of the year, last year, according to everybody who went. I can't say that because I didn't go. Uh, Combo Breaker 2016. 2016, I should say. uh, Scheduled on May 27th through the 29th in St. Charles, Illinois. They have partnered up with Gaming Generations to make it so that there is no spectator fee.
1: That's cool. So
0: basically Gaming Generations is sponsoring the event so that um, if you aren't there to play... You can walk in, you can watch, that's you can cool. hang out, and do whatever you want, and there's no spectator venue fee. Uh, most events these days have a spectator yeah. venue fee, and Combo Breaker will be uh, one of the first ones to not have that. So that's cool. That is very cool. And uh, Rick Thayer um, is the Hado said there's a lot of announcements for this event coming up so definitely keep an eye out for those so i already sounds, got my tickets sounds like this is going to be a crazy event so yeah I, at the ki cup i told rick too i was like i'm coming this year so you know let me let me know what i can do <laughs> yeah so um um uh, they keep announcing new players right. for the Red Bull Kumite Twenty Sixteen. They have announced. Is this? A, this is, I feel like that these two. Have that's already, not the newest. Yeah, it's not the newest one, right? This, this
1: so, says Snake Eyes and Infiltration will be there. Right, but, we do know that, but also I believe Aliun and Oh boy, so, I want to uh, say
0: Kazanoko, Kaoma Punko, Sien. Mm. Uh, Momochi, Justin Wong, Gamer B, and uh, yeah, I think that's what it is right now. Okay. So, but this is the latest one that came up. So, Snake Eyes and Infiltration are invited to this as well. But, uh, definitely they are amassing a good list of players. That's gonna be a good one. They're amassing a good list of Street Fighter 4 players. Oh! Yeah. So, what let's if they see. suck in this new game? <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen. Unlikely. So, yeah, not gonna happen. Um, but here's a really cool thing. We talked about how Street Fighter Four you can't let the event die, that it's gonna take a lot of community effort. Even though that this is a community effort for Street Fighter Five, it's still a really cool thing to do and just an example of what just any like what individuals can do. Granted, Mr. L. I. Joe lives in New York, so he has access to a lot of great players. Uh-huh. But you know, it's just it's there is no set this is not like some crazy event. He just basically said that on the first weekend of Street Fighter Five on February twentieth Oops, hang on a second. He just invited a bunch of people to come and play in a in an exhibition event at his house. And it's gonna be for five hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, of his own money. Yeah, it's no not entry a...
0: fee, nothing. He's just saying here, five hundred dollars, come play. And so people are going to go to the House of Joe, and they're going to go and play some Street Fighter V uh, as uh, soon as the game is out, the first weekend. And uh, the, the names on that list right now are KBrad, Spabrog, Tinshi, Javits, Al- oh, Flipside Tactics. Oh, yeah, because he's in New York now. That's right. Uh, fl- uh, Alucard.
1: Who? Alucard lives yeah, in New York
0: Yeah, he moved in. Well, he's moving to New York very soon, if not has already moved to New York. Dang. But Alucard is going to be there. Moons is going to be there. Oh, it's not in his house anymore. They moved it because there's too many people. Oh,
1: that's funny. Okay, Okay. okay,
0: fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Moons, Marvisto, Craymore, Hyro, Flux, uh, Manny Fuerte, Defeat Lee, Zeus, Shine, Native Impact. Dude, that's That's a a
1: good list. That's a ridiculous list. Good list of players.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be really, really fun, actually. That's really, really fun. And uh, actually, uh, hang on. Let me go ahead and talk. I just need to type something in the chat here.
1: I don't know. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's nice.
1: Um, I think it's mostly nice for people watching at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that there will be open tournaments as well.
0: Smug is there. Smug is there. Did I not say Smug? Uh, He's
1: uh, right at the top of the list. Yeah, yeah, he was um, was right at the very
0: top very top so yeah i don't have any word on sanford or arturo but i'm sure they're invited okay. to go so we'll see how it goes
1: okay all right but yeah i hope that there are also open tournaments but no i think it's a great gesture I yeah really i cool.
0: think it's really cool to ju- it'll be a cool way to start the weekend and see a bunch of people you know uh how, what they found in the first couple of days
1: yeah, yeah it's always cool to see people finding stuff and seeing the early tech because i mean i'm alluding to my not mine, but the sick Dhalsim awesome stuff that SimSim Sim found that you guys don't even, you're not even ready for. <laughs> but I'm sure other characters have that kind of stuff too. And I'm, really, I'm really excited to see it. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, uh, that's all I have for event. New- oh, actually, no, 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 no. The, the, this weekend coming up events. There's actually not much. Um, there is the Tekken 7 Faded Retribution location tests. Oh. Which are going to be streamed again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that's coming up this weekend. It's going to be starting on Thursday, February 11th, cool day, uh, 8 p.m. to February 14th, 9.30 a.m. It's going to be at the Namco Sugamo in Tokyo, and I guess it's going to be streamed on Nico Nico. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, You can find some details on avoidingthepuddle.com. Uh, but that should be on Nico Nico, again, not a channel, it's just a bunch of numbers, so it's hard for me to say, but uh, they are going to be streaming it again, so uh, if you want to see some of the cool new stuff, like the Rage Arts, yeah, uh, you know what, I forgot, the I didn't see a post on that, I need to pull those all up, because there's, I don't know if you saw the latest trailer I for did. 7. Oh, that was not last week that we did we no cause it had the rage arts and it showed Akuma with the super meter and all that oh, stuff. oh that was like in that. between i yeah, reason, I thought yeah, that yeah. was
1: we already talked about it last week yeah, no we'll, but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about okay, that okay good good okay.
0: yeah okay but check that, that out that's super that's, sick that's, that's, that's coming up and then also in London United Kingdom uh, is gonna be Gutter Trash 6 and uh that's gonna be third strike tournament singles and the 3v3 taking place at the heart of gaming in London um there's a website that you can check out at guttertrashuk.weebly.com, uh, event-info.html. Unfortunately, I do not have stream information here. Again, uh, this is the reborn FGC calendar at tinyurl.com slash FGCEVNTS. So skip the second E. So EVNTS. This is a FGC calendar reborn. Yeah okay okay so that's all i had for events so let's switch over now to game news okay would be really awesome if i had stream producer <laughs> oh well <laughs> not that i haven't been talking about that for the past four years i know in any yeah case, right so uh game news where are we here there we go okay so all right street fighter 5 speaking of yeah there's a day one patch coming out which will probably be gigantic. But um, what it's doing is it's actually adding the backwards compatibility legacy support for PS3 controllers. Which is super cool. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Super, super cool. So they are. I still
1: haven't bought a PS4 stick.
0: What are you playing on? Were you playing on the PC version? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah.
1: okay. But on, PS4... on the videos I
0: could hear you hitting joystick buttons and I was like, yeah, man. I didn't know. I was like, I, I literally thought to myself I didn't know David had a PS4 controller. I, don't. I forgot. <laughs> i
1: was playing on yeah, PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I just haven't bothered because I play a ton of MKX on PS4 uh, with uh-huh. a PS3 stick. I played Street Fighter 4 with mm-hmm. a PS3 stick. Right, right. I guess I'll play Street Fighter 5 with the ps3 stick
0: yeah i think that's super cool i think it's very very nice that they that they're putting that in there for sure now there was a lot of rumors going around that the dlc characters are going to come out once a month that was actually uh proven to be false Ah. but what actually was confirmed was that alex will be the first dlc character and he will be coming in march March. so it's only going to be a month yeah
1: Less than a month, depending on when in March.
0: It's, it, it's weird to me, because that means that somewhere out there, there's this playable Alex who's mostly finished already.
1: Maybe he, I mean, he might be finished.
0: Yeah, it blows my mind that he's out there somewhere, you know, that 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 hopefully we get to see a trailer soon. Oh, they'll probably play that final round or something like that. Or... If
1: it's, maybe he'll be out before well, then. That's true, you know, maybe that's know. true. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more info about him, because I, I really, I really feel... Like, Nikali is Alex with Ground Pound. Mm-hmm. He has so many of the same options. Right. Um, so what are they going to do to make Alex unique? Something interesting, I would be willing to bet. And I, so I'm excited to see. He's not going to be the same Alex. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's my view, because I really feel like Alex is already in there um, to some degree. So I, I hope that they emphasize things like the stomp and, and things that like weren't necessarily... Big right, for Alex, right. like stomp, like DDT, like stuff like that. It would be really, really cool to see backfierce work in some way that you can still, do, you know do what cool I, w- stuff. I,
0: I would almost kind of like to see them turn them into a Virtua Fighter character. Like, just having all these different throws that land in different situations, like, if they're crouching. Because, like, you know how uh, Mika has a crouching throw, but, like, when their back is turned, you do the... Like, you want to do all these different things, like, with different throws. I think that would be kind of sick, but there's not as many... Like, there's no such thing as a side throw, or, like, well, you Well, know, you can make
1: them, like, Hyper Fighting where whether you hold down back is a different grab, <laughs> back yeah. is a different grab.
0: I, I just think that would be a it lot would be of cool. cool things, Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Renick is sad about it. He He wants just classic Alex. I hear you, you know
1: dude. What?
0: As a man who got classic Cami, I am really sad.
1: As a man who's... Main character has never played in any other game ever. <laughs> I hope that Q remains in Third Strike <laughs> exclusively, so that whenever I think about Q, it's just that Q, and I don't right. have to be bothered with some bizarre <laughs> bizarro Alex. Yeah, and
0: plus your character got completely morphed. Your other character, Dalson. Well, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Dalson so. is an
1: interesting guy now.
0: <laughs>
1: oh man. Oh, but I, I hope that that character brings in people who uh, might not otherwise play. So, yeah.
0: Anyway. Um, Other news is that uh, just last week, Bayonetta and Corrin have come out uh, for Super Smash Brothers Wii U. So they are now available to be played. I have seen so many videos of Bayonetta killing people from zero health to death. And I I tweeted at some people. I was like, how is this character not the most broken character ever? And they actually said it's hard to hit people with her. That she has a lot of startup on moves. And if you damage them enough, like if the opponents are damaged, then the combos don't work.
2: Uh, so it like oh, only yeah.
0: works low but it's hard to hit people so if you're amassing just little hit damage here and there then your combos don't work as well and a lot of them huh. seem DIable and uh, so I, I guess she's not broken so I'm, I'm happy I actually like I saw it and I was like there's no way this character can be fair but apparently she doesn't seem super good okay. so once again shout shoutouts to Sakurai for decent balance job I, mean, I you guess. guess you know yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not bad not bad um but uh her and Corin are both out, so right. um I don't know anything about Corrin. Me neither. I'm sorry. So yeah, exactly.
1: By the way, hold on, Rennick watches this show? Dude, you're right. When did that happen? What's that? I mean, hey. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Oh man. Um, Also, if you guys are into uh, Smash Brothers Wii U, definitely check out the Smash boards. They are compiling a list of all the other balance changes that they're finding that came along with the Bayonetta and Corrin patch because they always sneak in those things. And unlike Splatoon, they don't put out patch notes. Mm. Whereas in Splatoon, they give super detailed patch notes. Very detailed. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed Killer Instinct at the KI World Cup, Uh, During some of the downtime, you would see those little videos that Sajam and Infill put up. You know, like thirty second. Like, this is the character. We talked about it in our pre-show and everything. They are all available now. So you can go and check out all those videos. They should be on uh, Sajam's, on Steve's channel, which again is, what was it again? It was Superman Sajam or something? I believe so. Let's see. Yeah, Superman Sajam. So YouTube.com slash... Uh, user slash superman Sajam, definitely check out all of those killer instinct minis those are all well done they're called yeah so very very cool yeah. uh, get a good idea of what's going on in those games
1: yeah quick way to see which characters do which which was important for me <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was good
0: yeah and if, and if you watch those and you become really interested in it check out infilament's guide net, which is just going to have a ton of information as well okay okay so let's move on to some community news here. Uh, first thing to talk about, I mean, this is pretty big news. Well, hopefully not like huge news. We'll, we'll see. see how what the repercussions of it. Not great news, but uh, Mad Cat's, uh, the 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 company, uh, they just announced their earnings today. But yesterday, like a bunch of people, like senior left. leadership. Yeah, quit. a lot of senior leadership quit. And they talked about the fact that they're going to be cutting about 30% of their staff uh, in restructuring efforts.
1: It's- 37% is a, lot of, is a lot of a company. I, oh, mean, yeah. I don't know how many oh, people yeah. work there, but regardless, that's a big chunk taken out.
0: Right. The interesting thing about that, though, is that I looked at the financial report because someone linked it to me. Interesting. They had the second like, highest quarter that they've ever had.
1: In, in revenue
0: Yeah, in revenue in, in, in net gains, I think it is. so but the yeah. production cost of everything I guess is still super high. but like they're not doing bad, so it's definitely not a doom and gloom kind of thing. I just think that Rock band 4 didn't pan out as well as that they were hoping for it to, and uh, just some, some of the production costs are a little high on, on some of the stuff that they're making, I guess.
1: huh? I, but, yeah I thought that net revenue was was down but okay yeah they actually
0: said it was it was kind of up which was interesting so but uh, you know I don't understand how financial reports work and you know what the the the, the way that I, I've seen companies before they're like we did great this quarter stock goes down you know uh,
1: definitely you can cook the books but it can it you know tends to come down to revenue is how much money you Costs or how much money goes right. out and net revenue is mm-hmm. profit
0: more or less. But I feel bad anyway. about the rock band thing. I mean, look, the rock band problem was since I'm a rock band player. Yeah. So when it came out, I just think it was plagued with a lot of um, problems. Like people couldn't get the songs they bought before right away. It took a while for that. Like uh-huh. rock band... I think one was only just made exportable, or actually, I'm sorry, Rock Band 3 was only just made exportable very recently. Rock Band 2 hasn't been made exportable. They've just been running into a lot of problems here and there. So uh, it makes me sad because, like, for example, um, dude, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, they had all of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. As a DLC, I bought them all. They couldn't get the license back for it. So, like, even though I bought them on the 360, I can't port them to the Xbox One. So, I'm, like, super sad about That's that. So
1: Licensing. yeah, Hassle. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It is, it is. Yeah. In any case, I'm really sorry to hear about what's going on at Mad Catz. But that plus the fact that I haven't bought a PS4 stick, and a lot of other people have not bought PS4 mm-hmm. sticks, and Xbox One is dead as a fighting game console... Mm-hmm. Is like not fantastic news either yeah, for people yeah. who make joysticks, right. um, or not even just joysticks, but uh, competitive devices yeah. Uh, yeah. like their pads. Which look, I I really like the new pad. I've tried it. I really like the new uh, the little tiny stick. I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, um,
1: I, I, but the fact that you don't need that stuff to play mm-hmm. is uh, is a, not great for
0: them. Yeah, but I mean it's it's like a lot of people are saying like oh the backward support on Street Fighter 5 kills Mad Cats or whatever like that. I mean, look, when they made Rock Band 4, they made sure that your previous instruments would work on the new consoles. It's not like it's something that they're like at, like they're not expecting or planning for. I'm sure that they're completely aware of like all this stuff, right? So, I don't think it's something that's caught them off guard and it's making them not sell a lot of consoles like or or joysticks, yeah. I should say. Uh, I just really think that a lot of people are just kind of burned out on buying sticks, you know, cuz it's like, oh, I got to buy another stick here for this new generation and it's it, you know, a lot of people probably aren't 100% sold that they're going to be playing a lot of fighting games on the new consoles. It's it's just a, it's an interesting time. If Street Fighter 5 takes off, I got to imagine Mad Catz is going to do just fine cuz they're going to get so many new players. I hope so. Yeah. I hope
1: so. so. Yeah. So. Um, you know, we have a lot of friends who work at Mad Catz and I haven't talked with them but I hope that none of them are among the thirty seven percent. Yeah. you know. In any case, I'm sorry to hear about people getting laid off and I I hope that it all works out. But I sorta of do get why that might be happening. Right,
0: right. Anyway. Okay. So um now with Street Fighter Five coming out, a lot of well, before I get into that, you really need to check out Desk's newest combo video. He did one last combo video for Ultra Street Fighter Four um check it out it's on youtube.com slash tasty, i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. um dude it's so funny because he just turned it into an rpg it's like a final fantasy thing it actually shows like the characters life on the bottom like yeah like like for ryu it'll say like like 280 out of a thousand like because that's where he's starting oh, that's and like cool. as he's hitting him like the damage pops up like in jrpgs and it's all real numbers like all of it is real that's numbers awesome. and every time they do ultra combos like the little blue box appears at the top it says ultra uh, you know like they're oh, doing their sick. move okay. and stuff like that it's actually really really that's funny that's really cool so check that out youtube.com slash Tasty. uh just look for uh desk ultra street fighter for R- uh street fighter the rpg okay just that's cool that. i'll check that it's out it's actually really funny it's really cool but um with Street Fighter V coming out, a lot of people have taken to creating tutorials, trying to help people get into the yes. game. Yes. I will be doing this myself, sure. but a, a lot of people are doing this, and it's great to get a ton of different perspectives for sure. on this. Um, so, one series of things that I've always talked about, Lord Knight has been doing a bunch of articles on SRK, so Very definitely nice. keep a track of that. He just had a new one called uh, Lord Knight Explains, uh, Planning for Knockdowns. So check out that article where he talks about, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be talking mostly about like Okazeme and like why you want to get hard knockdowns and what you do with them. But on top of that, um, oops, hang on a second. On top of that, uh, Viscant has started writing again. And if you guys don't know, or Visant I should say, last okay. week we talked about that he started an article and he was going to be doing one a week for Street Fighter V dropping. Yes. Uh, Visant is... One of the best writers when it comes to fighting game Very information, and uh, he started a new one. And he basically he wrote a new article, like I said, once a week on the Broken Tier blog. Go to broken dot com, click on the blog link on the top, and uh, he talks about uh, the first eight characters that were announced and what he perceives to be their strengths and weaknesses uh, from an early, you know, just from a beta standpoint. Uh-huh. So. Um, and kind of talks about what, how you'd want to use them if you wanted to get into those characters.
1: I thought that was really well done. I really enjoyed reading that. Yeah.
0: Um, Pat the Flip has been doing a lot of videos recently. He's been interviewing a lot of people that yeah. are either. That are connected to the FGC or even tangentially c- yeah. uh, connected. He just interviewed Caraface, right. uh, you know, uh, about her past and what she did before. Uh, he just in- he also uh, interviewed Kino Cakes, mm-hmm. who is one of the artists on Skullgirls, right. who, who's also doing being one of the artists for uh, Indivisible for Lab Zero. But he's also done a lot of educational videos. So like one of the most recent videos that he just came out was. Uh, a video entitled Understanding Why You Lost. <laughs> so definitely check out that. He's di- dishing out a lot of uh, good information. That's good. Uh, Twitch.tv slash pattheflip, as well as, I'm pretty sure it's also youtube.com slash pattheflip as well. Let me make Believe, sure, yeah. you've got just... <laughs> you could hear me yeah, turn it on. Yeah, that's nice. talking. Yeah, that's so definitely youtube.com slash pattheflip. Um...
1: Uh, um yeah flow is doing a similar thing mm-hmm. um the flow chart series which is very good good uh, titling i'm so
0: mad i like i'm so mad that i didn't call myself flow so i could have had the name flow charts it's so genius you go back you go back 20 years yeah i know change right? your name just for that <laughs> for
1: that joke right
0: now yeah exactly i would totally do it uh but Flowchart. yeah so he's done a couple of videos He did one early on uh, last week, and he's done a new one, and he talks about the concept of taking turns in fighting games. Uh, We've talked about this a little bit, the concept in 3D fighting games. I feel like it's a little more prevalent in those games, because Street Fighter is really kind of about maintaining your turn as long as you can in a lot of the 2D games. Especially like anime games, like your whole hope is that they never get to play, <laughs> right? But uh, still a very important concept, and understanding that concept will help you understand how to steal turns from the opponents. So check out uh, Flo's stuff. He, he, I, these ones I don't think he's streaming. I think these ones are going straight to YouTube. But pretty short and
1: definitely digestible. I, like that. Oh,
0: I should just turn this volume down. There you go. Um, but that's going to be YouTube.com slash Flojisan, uh, F-L-O-E-J-I-S-A-N, so that you can check that out there.
1: Okay. Yeah, I like
0: it. Okay. Um, as I mentioned, on our channel, you've been putting up a lot of stuff for Street Fighter V, a lot of research tech, so check that out, YouTube.com slash TV. As I said, it's also super educational just to see how you approach the problems, mm. how you try to solve things, like trying to beat Karen's, you know, overhead little chop. Dude, muscle. I lost
1: to a Karen who went into V trigger and then did like overhead into link, and I died. And I was like, I didn't even know that was <laughs> a possibility. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah, I go into training mode and see all your options. Mm-hmm. Um, I put up a bunch of videos. I put up all the tech that I'm gonna put up but there's like 4 or 5 hours of match videos that I am cutting up and I'll put all of them okay, up nice. on there as well. So in case you're interested, that's all going to be up there in little digestible
0: uh,
1: format. Um, I've been trying clickbaity names just to see what would happen with that. <laughs>
0: so, so awesome.
1: <laughs> it definitely worked. Yeah. So I'm not going to I'm not going to upload like dual videos anymore right. and I'm not going to I'm not going to end up on like the max the max CPM
0: Mm-hmm. Max
1: clickbaity type of titles, etc. But probably will incorporate that to some degree. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And yeah, you literally <laughs> yeah. uploaded the same video twice with different names, and, and a one, couple of times. Yeah. Oh really? It <laughs> yeah. wasn't even just the Dawson. No. one? Oh, okay. Okay. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Just just to see. But yeah, definitely check it out. There were some really good matches. I lost a lot of them, but I'm I'm putting those up because. In many of those cases people did really cool stuff mm-hmm. like the, the players i was playing against were doing really cool stuff too so
0: check it out yeah and if you like the stuff don't forget you know we have a uh, you can subscribe to our channel here on twitch uh you can also su- uh, subscribe to or follow us on youtube and if you like the youtube content we do have the patreon link right down there <laughs> so uh, any support is appreciated yeah man Uh, And also, um, there was the new podcast that's uh, starting from, uh, that that, uh, Kim1234, Logan Sama, Winner Stays On, and Shady K are doing, and they have another episode that just came out recently um, uh, for The Jump In. So uh, you can check those out on YouTube. What is their channel here? They are youtube.com slash The Jump In. Okay.
1: Well, I'm not sure that it's actually the URL yeah, but I don't think that's that is I think the name of the channel
0: yeah, so just look for the the jump dash in and uh probably type like street Fighter afterwards in the search and you'll probably run into their recent podcast they've already had a few episodes they even had a uh, Kim even also uploaded one that was uh, episode when he was visiting us and we yeah. were just sitting here talking about stuff it was before we did the food thing
1: it him, was so. yeah we need
0: to do the food thing more we should so do
1: that fun, more right? yeah yeah we should, that done. was really fun it was it was fun, it was really yeah. fun.
0: and, and uh, we get to eat food
1: we'll play so. a lot of sf5 so maybe we should oh, incorporate that yeah there
0: you go eating in street fighter 5
1: that sounds Beautiful. awesome actually Beautiful. i'd love to do that right now james <laughs> <That sounds laughs> i know fantastic right to be. no but, but check out the jump in I really like the guys who are on there. I think that Kim and Logan and uh, Wen Long is on there. Um, I think it's all good stuff.
0: Cool, cool. And it's amazing that they still can find the time that all three of them are awake to do a podcast.
1: That's, that's Japan, California, and the UK. Yeah. All together somehow. Very
0: impressive, very impressive. Yeah. So, um, And again, before we stop, I did want to talk about the Tekken 7 trailer. Yeah. So, they just came out with a new Tekken 7 Fated Retribution trailer. This doesn't even look like it's like, hey, look, we tweaked Tekken 7. It's like, it looks like a complete enhancement.
1: I think so, too. It looks like a 7.5 sort of situation.
0: It's so sick looking, though. It looks,
1: first of all, it looks gorgeous. Uh I love a lot of the new costumes. But then, I also really like some of the gameplay stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. They gave Akuma a super meter.
1: (laughs) See, uh, that's very interesting to me. I really want to see how that works out. Going
0: back to the whole Street Fighter Four legacy, like, it's so interesting that Ryu in Street Fighter, in, in Smash Wii U, has a focus attack. Right. And Akuma in Tekken 7 has uppercut FADC. Right. He can uppercut dash cancel if he has enough super meter. <laughs>
1: People want you to show it. I don't know.
0: I I don't know if we can, right? Can we show the trailer? I think I believe. Yeah, whatever. You want to try to sh- show I'll the cut trailer? This part okay. out of okay, okay, YouTube, okay.
1: if we have to. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll show it. Anyway, very very pretty looking game, but I really like the the new rage stuff too.
0: Yeah. So it looks like so they took out bound, right? A lot of people didn't like bounds in in Tekken Seven because. Uh, the way it was explained to me is like it gave everyone really easy combos that because before it was like you chose wall carry or you chose damage but with bound it's like all the wall carries were the damage combos and it it was like I guess a lot of people just didn't like that it was too useful or whatever and so um, it looks like now you can sacrifice your rage when you get your rage for certain rage moves. And depending on the character, some of them will give you, like, good ground bounces right. for extended combos or really evil throws or... It just looks like, depending on the character, it's a very different thing. And I think that that's really cool.
1: I think that's a, a really good thing to have in in Tekken. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in, in Tag 2, you could... Like, rage was, like, sort of a... You could use it for things other than just the extra damage itself. But, right, right. Um, I think that's really cool to to have in a slightly different kind of way. I think it's really, it's cool. Yeah. I it's really...
0: on a second, I just want to make sure that I grab the right trailer. Oh, yeah. This is the one. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm just saying. Bandai second.
1: Namco, that's, that still screws me up. Dude, right?
0: Uh, everyone, I've seen everyone do that. They they all want to say, what was it Bando Namkai or something like that? Namco Bandai, yeah. yeah. Hang on, guys. Sorry, I'll, I'll get it in a jiffy. Does anyone even use that term anymore? A jiffy? Yeah, in a jiffy.
1: Well, I'm not sure if people born this millennium do, but...
0: Right. Maybe they should start using the word in a giffy.
1: Oh, boy. You're opening up a can of wine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, why is it not going away? Hello? Come on. Remove. There we go. Thank Screen capture. So we're going to have to play this without sound, though, right? So it's just going to be the video? Or do you think we should Whatever, just, do, just do it? just do it. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, oops, 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 oops. Sorry, guys, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm trying to set this up uh, on the fly right now. There we go. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. So, let's check this out. I'll keep the volume oh, very low volume to start.
2: 本格格闘ゲーム初の全国をオンライン対戦を実現し、全国のプレイヤーを熱くさせた鉄拳7稼働から oh. 抜的な進化を遂げ、アクションゲームの新境地を切り開くドン血雨
0: <laughs> I like how they show a bunch of people bonded to Fireballs. I know, yeah.
2: Super Africa M.A.T.C. Super Africa Yeah, those boards, he's here. Super She's just trying to figure out who she was supposed to be getting married to. I don't know anything
0: about the story.
1: But she looks cool.
2: What's done is done. All right, here we go. Here's all the rage odds. So, it looks like... So, like, what is that? Is this,
0: like, armored? Forever, but here we go. Like he has this crazy kick that looks like gives him more combos.
2: You
0: see almost it's like like a dash cancelable move. Gets a wall splat from far away. And they also said the rage arts will do different amounts of damage based on how much life you have
2: see here she has this much life and this much life, the between that Alright,
1: do it. It's cute.
2: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, you're
2: right! Deadly, double, combination. Dude, I
0: totally
2: didn't even realize that. I totally jacked you. <laughs> I guess the of The model is so good. The so good. you challenge people on your phone and then play them later on or something? And tell them,
0: like, you're home
2: or something?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Someone actually said that's right. That, that's what you can do. You challenge the phone, Let them know when you're home
0: to play. of
2: <laughs> character <laughs> yeah, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> they do <doing> to you, Akuma? <laughs> No, I think that's awesome.
1: <laughs> I love the jack with the. it's like some animal head.
0: Dude, I don't know what the hell's up with this costume, though.
1: The Devil Jin, he's like in the same asylum, maybe? Yeah, though.
0: I think it looks kinda. It's like someone took Lulu's dress from Final Fantasy X and turned it into an entire outfit. <laughs> He has a
2: demon flip? That's so crazy. He has a shower head! I don't know, man. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm
0: talking
2: about. Oh, (laughs) damn! It
0: looks like it kicks first or something.
2: 7. Fated Retribution. (laughs) I to be I can't do it. Yep, I think that guy was a deer.
1: <laughs> a robot
2: deer.
0: Or according to you, he would be a deer robot. Heyo! Oops, I... I accidentally cut off the
1: end there. Oh, where Yoshi's going underneath fireballs yeah, for some yeah. reason. Uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah, I think that looks awesome. Dude, I it's... really, I really like again, but also. The game stuff, yeah. the gameplay, the way that you use rage is really interesting.
0: Like I think that's cool because the bound was a universal system, so you yeah. had to find your bound move for every character. Yeah. But this one, it looks like everybody's rage move is a different thing, right. and it's not the rage art too because the rage right. art is their super it's like the super. But then it looks like they just have like this rage move that you can sacrifice your rage to do different yeah. kinds of thing, and it looks it's, it's, it's it just looks. It's it's they're finally putting that kind of systemy flashy kind of craziness yeah. in the Tekken, and I think that's. I really hope that this game creates this crazy Tekken resurgence. I hear that. Yeah, cause the game looks so nice. It's so beautiful. Seriously. I said that about Tekken Tag Two, by the way, and this game looks better than Tekken it Tag does. Two somehow.
1: This this is. Maybe the prettiest looking fighting game <laughs> that I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest,
0: I would agree. I would agree.
1: Yeah. Well, I really hope it turns out well. Yeah.
0: yeah I we'll mean, see. they did say that like it's gonna like it's coming out in Japan arcades like this summer or something. They so always it's... have
1: a big time distance so between arcade release. How, yeah. And... Who
0: knows how long it's gonna take before it comes out on home, but it looks like it's gonna be worth it. So hopefully, uh, people will pick this up when it comes out and play it because it looks really good. It looks so good. really good. Does it? Mm-hmm. okie doke well anything else to talk about tonight Um, not that I can think of like I said Street Fighter 5 is coming out next week you can start expecting some crazy content uh, David won't be here I guess for the Tuesday show next week I won't so I will start immediately on Tuesday I'm just gonna grab the game hopefully it'll get shipped to my work I'm gonna come down here turn it on and just do an impromptu first attack I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna do it and try to teach people how to play Street Fighter, and uh, by having never touched the game before, you will, you will literally see me the first time I'm turning on the game when well, that's I stream sick. it. Okay, uh, okay. That should be fun.
1: Well, that should be fun. You know there are local mom and pop stores that may have the game yes. sooner than that.
0: Yes, that is true. But although
1: we won't be streaming it before release date. Right, right. But if and if you not just where we live, if you have a local mom and pop. A lot of those people break street date. Just to let you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. If you get it, let
0: me know so I can come and play it.
1: At, well, you know what? Actually, um, I have a I have a big mediation on Friday, and then I have a really big contract that's due Monday. So. And then you have. And then I have the anniversary, the anniversary on anniversary, Tuesday. So. My my time is not going to be nearly as Street Fighter 5 heavy as I would okay. ideally like okay. it to be, Fair but enough. you know, it will it will probably be out in Los Angeles and New York and other big markets early. I
0: ordered mine online from Amazon. Not only do I get the points, but to counter against Best Buy, Amazon started doing this thing that if you pre-order the game, you get like 10% off or 20% off of the price or something crazy like yeah. that. So I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I'm just going to have to wait until Amazon ships me mine. Yeah.
1: I hope those distribution routes are working alright that day. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see, James. Alright. Okay, so... well, I can't wait for the game to come out. Oh, didn't talk about this at all. But probably should have. Uh, MKX Beta. Um, oh. Thursday, there's going to be a combat cast on it. Check it out. They're going to be showing Le- Leatherman? Leatherface. <laughs> Sorry. Leatherface. Um, and I don't know. I, I've heard that he's interesting. I Can't haven't seen find
0: him. The man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't
1: what a find reference. the Leatherman. Can't <laughs> find uh, the
2: Leatherman.
1: Anyway, uh, oh, man. check that out if you're interested. You know, the beta, the online play is really good. And it's it been much in, better, huh? it's been okay. It's even been okay. improving since I've had the beta, which has not even been okay. for that long. Cool. And uh, they're trying really interesting stuff for a lot of the characters, so hopefully the... Next season will be good. What? What's that? Dude, like... I
0: saw the seventy-three percent combo that oh. Wonder Chef did with Ferritor, Dude, I'm not sure that's
1: gonna stay in there. But... Oh, that was so beautiful. But that, but to be fair, that was with three Pain and Gains. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that okay. costs five percent life each right, time. Right, so. right. Anyway.
0: But it was still pretty damn funny. So. Yeah, it's really
1: good. So I'm looking forward to that as well. But.
0: Okay. Anyways, that it. Yep. I think that's it. So uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, one week.
1: One week. One week, one week, one week. If you're watching on the Twitch archive, sorry, all this is muted. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to us showing the trailer, but yep.
0: it was worth it. It was worth it. Alright. All right. Peace out, everybody.